You are listening to Amen, a four-part podcast series from New Life Church in Southeastern Virginia. Umain, Amen, Amin, Amen, Amen, Amen. In every language, its inflection might change, but its intention the same. Let it be, we agree. I'm your host, Pastor Dana Williams. Join me and my guests as we share stories and biblical wisdom on the power of Amen. Well, welcome to the podcast today. I am your host, Pastor Dana. I am so happy to have with me two of our New Life Church members, Jordan Kyle. Jordan's in 10th grade and also Michael Julian. Michael is a school teacher. He does not teach 10th grade. He <laughs> actually teaches the littles. But um, I'm just really excited to have you all here today. And we are going to be talking all about a prayer of expectation. So I know that in your respective lives, there has been times where you have had to expect something from the Lord. And I thought about this earlier as I was thinking about this topic that waiting and expectation go hand in hand. It's like you can't have expectation without waiting and you can't wait for something that you're not expecting. So how would you describe the relationship between expectation and waiting? Good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for expectation and waiting you've got to have a level of faith i think that has to be in both you've got to um if you're expecting you know that god's going to do great and mighty things and so and in that waiting you've got to make sure that you're not taking things into your own hands Mm. and doing it your way because a lot of times that's going to cause i think problems that's going to cause issues because he has a certain plan for you he has a certain path for you he has a certain um job for you to do so i think um you definitely have to stay in the word and keep pressing into him to see and not take things into your own hands yeah speaking about taking things into our own hands jordan have you ever had a time in your life where you were expectant of something and maybe you got a little ahead of god and maybe you took something into your own hand can you think of a story like that oh for sure many times actually (laughs) Um, more recently, though, I was expecting the Lord to give me a homecoming date. Oh. <laughs> and I was just, remember, just over and over again, like, praying and was like, okay, Lord, like, you're going to send me somebody to take to homecoming. Like, I'm not going to go by myself. And I just thought, like, okay, well, you know, if he doesn't send me one, I'm just going to go out and try and find my own. Mm. But that didn't work. So I just ended up going, like, by myself and things like that. But I still had fun. And, you know, still I'm currently, like, you know, just waiting for a yeah. relationship. But, you know, hey. It's all good. <laughs> They're not all they're cracked up to be, girl. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, it's the expectation. And I think that as believers, we we don't want to lose sight of remaining expectant of God. I was talking to Michael before we started recording about how because many of us have gone through different disappointments in our lives and we've expected things in the past and maybe they haven't worked out the way that we want, sometimes that can make us a little disillusioned and we stop living with expectation. So how can we as Christians hold on to that expectation and maybe not even expecting God to give us a specific thing, but just staying expectant like a, an attitude of expectation. How can we hold on to that in the face of past disappointments or hurt? Again, I think it's making <clears throat> making sure that you are staying with that one-on-one with God each and every day. It can't just be one time a week. I think it's being with Him in His presence um, mm-hmm. and talking with Him and going through like you know lord here's what i'm here's here's what i feel like i've I've heard you say and it's not happening yet and so i think we have to kind of stay in there with him and 
maybe journal, maybe, you know, like I said, talking with them and, and reading scripture. And sometimes that's when scripture comes to life for you is when you're really in the word and kind of um, doing that. So um, I'm thinking you just have to kind of stay in with him. You got to stay engaged with him. You can't give up because you're not getting it right away. Yeah. You know, if it's been a year, two years, even three years, I mean, and beyond, sometimes we have to continue because we know in scripture, you know, Abraham waited, what, I think it was 10 years before, I think, they got the child, mm -hmm. or, you know, of course, um, Sarah took things into her own hands, right? <laughs> and of course, kind of made a, a mess of things. So that's kind of, you know, we have to make sure that we just hold for God's timing. So yeah, yeah, Jordan, you know, I know that you're in, in high school right now, and there's like a big bright future in front of you. And you've got college maybe on the horizon, and you've got career on the horizon and relationships on the horizon, and being expectant of those things, like being expectant of, okay, God, I want to offer you my life. And I also want to move in tandem with your will for me. How do you handle sometimes when you are expecting God to do something in your life and nothing seems like it's, it's working toward that? Honestly, just really trying to be still consistent, as you were saying, like continually praying and continually being in his word, because you just have to remember that the Lord has his plans, well, your plans in his hands. And you just have to really try and like press into everything that he has for you and not really jump in front of, oh, well, I know that like, this is probably not what the Lord wants for me, but I'm just going to try it out anyways. <laughs> and we're just going to try and see if it works out in my favor, but just really trying to stay consistent and you know, your relationship with him. Yeah. Yeah. I think about, you know, in my life, I, I work on being patient. I work on it a lot <laughs> and, um, and I'm not always successful, but I think one of the things you mentioned, Michael was about journaling and I definitely journal and I don't do it like all the time, mm -hmm. but I have many journals on my nightstand. And sometimes it's just um, an encouragement to my faith to go back and read those journals and to go back and look at what was I expecting God to do in 2016 or, you know, in 2020, like what were the things that I was waiting for? Mm -hmm. And then knowing, of course, now I'm looking back in the past, knowing, okay, this is actually how God answered that prayer. And so it builds my faith to see, okay, I really like to your point, Jordan, I really thought that this was what I wanted, but this is actually what God did. So Michael, I know that you have a, a, a big testimony mm -hmm. about how you waited on God for, for deliverance in a particular area of your life. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Not at all. Um, you know, I was getting ready to kind of bring that up because you talked about like, you know, the, because sometimes God surprises you with things. So as, as a story, um, two years ago, um, I had finally, uh, I was in the process of writing a book um, about my exodus out of same-sex attraction and pornography. And so that's something I had struggled with for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. um, in that, my, like I said, I was never really had a good relationship with my father. I was always kind of distant from him. He was always kind of, um, he wasn't mean, but we were just, he wasn't really there, you know. And so my mom kind of walked with me through this journey from my young age all the way up to age 48. And then the Lord kind of placed on my heart to, to write the book. And so in this, I always wanted to share with him the struggle that I had. I always wanted to kind of connect because we were, we were always kind of disconnected. And so um, it's, I wanted to share, but God was like, not yet. Mm. And so that was in 2021. And he said, the time will come when you will, you and your father will reconnect in the, in the way that you want, in the, in the, in the desire of, of, of your heart. Um, so in that two years while I was waiting for that, you know, I went over to mom and dad's house and we did Bible studies like every Monday. I just kind of started doing that because as the Lord was transforming me at age 48, starting to bring me out of 
same-sex attraction, bringing me out of the, the strongholds of pornography. Um, he was also teaching me, like I said, through scripture, through different apologists and podcasts I was watching and just speaking life left and right, hand over hand. So I was like, I got all this information. I want to share this with mm. somebody. And I feel like, you know, share with my parents because yeah. there's a lot of things they, I guess, could still learn as all of us are learning each and every day. Um, so in that two years, even though I wanted to, to tell them I'm writing a book, it's going to come out. The Lord's like, not yet. And so for two years, there was times where I wanted, when I was over there on a Monday, I wanted to say it because the topic came up and it's like, oh, but I kind of held back. It's like, no, because I didn't know. But this past um, June in Father's Day, on Father's Day, the, the day, Saturday before Father's Day, I just heard as clear as day, Michael, today's the day. Mm. Go tell him. Wow. And so I went there and it was received very well. And I heard the things I've always wanted to hear that I love you. I'm proud of you. I can't believe you've written a book, mm. you know, um, but I'm proud of you for, for doing what you've done. So that, it's like, it took those two years, I think, of just them seeing where God has brought me to kind of soften his heart and soften, soften his top, um, his heart on that topic yeah. of same-sex attraction. So, because I used people like Jackie Hill Perry and different testimonies to kind of get an understanding because, you know, um, our parents sometimes don't understand those things, especially the older generation. Yeah. Um, they don't, they have a, such a um, disconnect with understanding grace and mercy and understanding kind of where that um, comes from. So it was really good to see that. But again, I had to wait for those two years and there was times I wanted to just jump, but he was like, no. And mm -hmm. so, but finally I heard clear as the day, you know, today's the day, go tell him. And it was received well. And from there, the healer that, you know, he finally healed that final hole that was in my soul for so, so long, mm -hmm. that relationship with my dad. That's so, so great. Thank you for so, sharing that with yeah. us, Michael. And I'm proud of you. I really am. <laughs> and I think about if you would have jumped the gun. Like, that's the thing. Like, God knows. We know in part, but he knows the full story. He knows the condition of your father's heart. Mm -hmm. He knew the condition of your heart. And had you have said something earlier, that could have been, been backfired. Exactly. He, been ready, he so. might not have been ready. You may have heard something that maybe your heart wasn't ready to deal with. And so I think that as we are progressing through life, I, I think the next thing that we really need to remember is trusting the Lord. That even though it doesn't make sense to us, sometimes we're like, God, why? Why the delay? Why? Why mm -hmm. not now? Like, you know, why did I do something wrong? I don't know if you've ever felt that way, Jordan, but it's like when I don't get my prayers answered, sometimes I'm like, am I in sin? Like, is there some secret <laughs> sin in my life that I don't know about? Like, God, did I do something wrong? Did I disappoint you? You know, did I, man, I knew I should have taken that shopping cart up to the front, not left it in the parking lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all the silliness. And we realize that, no, like God has a perfect timeline for things. Definitely. And so I just, I, I love that you shared that with us. Is there a specific maybe prayer style or a stream of prayer or any other like uh, spiritual practice that you do when you are in a season of expectation? Mm, I don't, I don't really think so, to be honest. I think I kind of just pray the same, but in a way that's more of like trying to press in. It's like mm -hmm. weird to explain, but like when I pray, I usually like, oh, thank you, Lord, for everything that you've given me. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my friends. And then it's like, oh, well, now can you please help me with this and then help me with that? <laughs> and I feel like during the more struggling times, I kind of just try and focus more on the struggles that I'm going through. Mm. It's kind of weird to explain, but like, <laughs> I get you. Like yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like you go in a little bit more, mm -hmm. you know? 
Yeah, I get that. And kind of piggyback off what you were saying, just give, I think a lot of times I just give those thanks first, mm -hmm. making sure I'm praising him for what I do have and what he has done and what he's going to do. Um, and then just, and just making sure that I'm, when I'm praying, I'm making sure that I'm, it's, it's about others and not, like I said, not mm -hmm. just me. There are times like, well, Lord, this is what I, you know, this is what needs to be, this is what's happened in my life and, you know, help me with this particular thing. But, um, you know, I definitely try to, um, make sure that I just give him that thanks and stay in that mindset of pra um, praise mm -hmm. and thank, you know, thank, being thankful for what he's done. So kind of had, like you said, Jordan, he's just thankful for what he's done. So, right. That's so good. So, well, we are in the new year. It is now 2024. What are you expectant of God to do in your life, Jordan, in this coming year? A lot, honestly. <laughs> I'm just kind of like expecting more doors to be opened for okay. me in a way. Like just kind of just really needing a new fresh start to like my, my life at the current state that I'm in. Like I'm still kind of like, you know, just going along with the flow, but I think I just need a new fresh awakening to the world. That may sound like, you know, like what are you talking about? But it's just kind of nowadays I just find myself kind of just like really struggling sometimes when I'm like talking and like going through things that I go through but I just think that the Lord is just working his way through my life currently and I'm just trying to go through the way that he wants my life to go through mm -hmm. that's so. good I know for me um like I said I'm this will be my second semester in college so I'm just expecting the Lord just to continue to do great things and teach me and continue to, to grow my heart and grow my um ministry that you know and that's something else i'm praying on it's like what ministry do would you like me to do you know so i feel like it's he's kind of guiding that right now um but i would like to like i said for 2024 be able to sit more with him like kind of in a quiet kind of way because sometimes i am praying thanking him praying for other people for certain for certain situations but learning just to kind of sit and listen mm. for him and like you know after reading scripture and just seeing what he has to say because there's, there's times when I have listened and have sat quietly that's when I hear things but we get so busy sometimes with life because right. we're you know only got like 30 minutes in the morning you know I do that each morning before I go to school um, and so sometimes our minds are kind of just going back and forth and we're like oh, I gotta make sure I do this or that so I think um, sitting in his presence more just me and him mm -hmm. you know and just kind of um, and kind of having that Sabbath. Um, one of our professors talked a lot about Sabbath and just making sure that we're having that with him. And that Sabbath time is just to kind of realign yourself with him and, and be with him. So yeah. make sure we slow down. I think that's some of my stuff is just to learn to slow down yes. with him as I'm listening to him. Yes, so. yes, yes. Well, like you, Jordan, I have a lot of expectations mm -hmm. for this year. And, I, you know, I think about a scripture in Romans 8, 25. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that separates the world from believers or believers from the world is that the world is also waiting on things and they have expectations for things. But we can wait with confidence in our God. And joy, too. And joy. And peace. That's and right. That's happen. That's right. And knowing that, yes, we have to develop patience, but we can wait patiently and joyfully as we are expecting great things from the Lord. So thank you all. This has been an enriching conversation. I am grateful thank to you. see and expectant to see what God is going to do in your life, Jordan. You are on just such a path of, it's just exciting to watch where God has you. And as a young person and as someone who 
who's so passionate about the Lord and still young and fun. I love that. Like you're yourself. You. Anna and Michael, you too. You know, this is your second degree. So I want to make sure people know, like you're not out here teaching kids without no degree now. So <laughs> you said I'm back in school. So, um, so thank you all so much for being here. And thank you all for listening. I just want to pray a prayer of blessing over you as you are waiting and expecting things from the Lord. Um, so, Father, we just thank you that we can trust you, that you're dependable. God, we thank you that your plans for us are good, that your plans for us, Lord, are bigger than anything that we could ever even hope or expect for ourselves. So, Father, today, Lord, if there's anyone who is struggling with waiting patiently or waiting confidently or waiting with joy, I pray that the peace of God would flood their hearts and their minds as they live in Christ Jesus. We love you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.